everyone, happy Saturday. You might be wondering, hey, why is there a new episode in my debate this feed? It's not Tuesday. And I would say to you, yes, you're right. It's not Tuesday. This episode is a promotion for our new second show, The Pluse is Loose. Hooray! If you haven't heard us talk about it already, The Pluse is Loose is a weekly recap show that we started right before WandaVision came out. Um, however, that was strictly Patreon premium content. That is patreon.com slash debate this cast. Now, we're opening the floodgates. We enjoyed doing the Pluses Loose so much that we're opening it up to everyone. So everybody, starting today, will have immediate access to not just the new episode, but the entire backlog of our recap of WandaVision. So if you haven't heard that yet, Definitely, definitely check that out. We've uploaded all nine episodes. They're right there for you. Plus, you'll get the brand new recap of the, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode, which ju- we did just yesterday, because that's when it aired, uh, also <laughs> on the feed right now. Bonus, bonus, bonus. This episode is actually just the recording of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, so you don't have to go anywhere. Just keep listening. Just keep listening. But... While you're listening, I implore you, please go to whatever podcast app that you use, be it Spotify, iTunes, or whatever else, and follow The Ploose is Loose. P-L-O-O-S-E. It's the best worst title ever. Go follow that right now. Keep listening and enjoy our recap of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier pilot. Thanks, y'all. Stop. This is your spoiler alert. What you're about to hear is an after show for Falcon and the Winter Soldier Season 1, Episode 1. We're going to cover plot details and Easter eggs. So if you haven't seen the episode yet, or don't want to have it spoiled for you, this is your last chance. So before we get started, does anybody want to get out? Welcome to the Pluses Loose, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, a watch-along podcast coming to you from the nerds that debate this. I am Todd Thomas, and joining me today is Kyle Harper. Hey, Kyle. Hi, Todd. How are you doing today? You, you I'm excited? Good. I'm excited. I'm tired. This always <laughs> fitting two viewings of, of a Marvel show in on my Friday has, has been an adjustment to my sleep schedule that I haven't finished making yet. So I'm well, here. It's, it's... I'm loaded up on coffee. And and I'm ready to talk about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's funny. Um, we're recording this now, and we can just say that you know what we went one week without any new Marvel mm-hmm. stuff. Whereas the last time we we did an intro like this, it was like 14 months. So yep. two and a half years. Well, and also as a special treat, we have this recording open live to our Patreons as part of our Discord channel. So thank you for joining us. Um, just to go ahead and get started, Kyle. What did you think of the debut of Falcon and the Winter Soldier? It was fun. Um, it was a fun, like, action-y pilot episode. Um, didn't hide as many, like, weird threads as Wanda- the Wanda- the WandaVision um, pilot did. But, like, they're very different shows. So I wasn't expecting that. But I liked it a lot. 
Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I think that I think we all learned a little bit about ourselves in the process of WandaVision. Um, yeah. To maybe not <laughs> to maybe not look at absolutely everything we see and be like, what is that? And then like draw the 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 lines on the back wall. Um, but yeah, definitely definitely a different vibe. I'm taking down my cork board and and red ball of yarn for this one for sure. Um, I don't know if as many theories are going to pop up through the viewings. It seems a little more straightforward than WandaVision. Yeah, um, apparently the creator said to still expect some twists and turns, but um, oh, sure. I don't I don't know if we'll be asking every week uh, <laughs> when does Mephisto show up. It. I mean, it's still a spy thriller. Like it's still gonna. It. You're still gonna. You know, turn the corner and get a good reveal every once in a while. But it's not gonna mm-hmm. be like, what does the blinking red light mean in the commercial? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. What What is What is the shark represent in the in the claymation Danimals commercial? Uh, it, My God, it's a different show. It'll still be fun and keep us guessing. But we don't need to hunt through, dig through every clue they they seed for us this time i think well there is definitely a point here later in the show where i'll talk about when i did pause the screen and when i did do that um but for right now we don't necessarily have to worry about that so much for sure so as is tradition here at the plus is loose i'm going to give kyle 60 seconds to do a full recap of a 40 minutes uh, of marvel cinematic universe goodness (laughs) before we really start to dive in a bit more about the important important plot points that were laid out some fun easter eggs and then, of course, as always, we'll dive into some near baseless speculation. Kyle, are you ready? Do you have your timer set? Do I have my timer set? Yes, I do. <laughs> ready, set, go. All right. Sam stops an international kidnapping in an amazing um, action-y opening. Um, we then, he then um, talks to a, a soldier and then flies back to Washington to donate Cap Shield to the Smithsonian. Um, we cut to Bucky, who is in therapy, Tony Soprano style. Um, and then Bucky kind of hits the streets where he runs into his old old man friend that he takes out for lunch every week. Um, um, Sam goes and visits family in Louisiana. They're selling the family boat. They've kind of hit dire straits during the blip. Bucky goes on a date. Um, Sam's military friend that he talks to goes undercover with the Flag Smashers, which is this terrorist organization. And a new super enters the chat. Uh, Sam gets denied a loan to save the family business. And then the Department of Defense announces a new Captain America. And he walks out with the shield. Is that it? That's it. That's all how do you I got. Think he, how do you think he did? Um, I'm, I'm wondering if I came in like 10 seconds under the line. I've got you at 58 seconds and 50, 0.57. So there you go. That was good. I, I wasn't going to be caught um going long this time i was ready (laughs) well cool um let's i didn't prep anything else except that 60 second (laughs) synopsis so that's all let's get into it yeah so i you know you hit i think a a really good synopsis of this episode obviously uh this episode laid a lot of the groundwork that we're gonna get for this series and so um i you know we're gonna take a hot second and kind of re-hit some of those major show notes i think it becomes really clear right away that this show is going to be the first one to like really hit the effect of the blip and showing, you know, maybe what the world looked like during the time of the blip. There's there's a moment where uh, Sam is talking to our new BFF Torres and mm-hmm. says something about like what life was like for five years. And Torres is like, yeah, it was really bad. 
Yeah, um, where WandaVision was this kind of self-contained story and, like, the blip was referenced, this is much more our, like, on-the-ground, um, what the, well, we're gonna see the fallout of the blip for everyday people more in this. And, and, like, internationally, too, like, not just in, not just for us Americans, but for everybody, we're gonna kind of see, like, how, how the political landscape shaked out how socioeconomics shaped out during it and it's it's interesting it's a lot so i'm i'm kind of excited for that well and it's worth noting um i don't think we got an exact date but we did get a line where sam said he's been working with the air force for about six months Mm -hmm. so as of right now our frame of time is that this is six months after the blip which puts us after WandaVision because that all took place like three weeks afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it puts us right about at the time, I believe, of Far From Home. Because um, I think Far From Home was uh, taking place like in the fall as they were returning to school. So okay. it was months okay. after the blip. I'm I'm guessing um, in similar to how all these, fa- all the phases kind of shook out, each phase kind of happens roughly at the same time or like their Mm -hmm. events all they all end to line up at about the same time so i you know if wandavision ends kind of leading into far from home or this and then that ends leading into this it's it's all all around the same time like they always kind of have been so and I'm, I'm sure that much like every other phase, when it's all said and done with, they'll put together a really cohesive calendar to make yep. sure we know which thing landed where. But um, we're led to believe this is about six months after the blip. Um, I didn't put a lot of notes on it here, but I just want to say Sam's intro scene was rad. And like I got a lot of um, it was a combination between like Tony Stark entering the expo intro and yep. uh, Captain America boarding the ship in winter soldier where he just Mm -hmm. like bails out of the the airplane yes the the action and the um the tech so to speak were both Mm -hmm. both introduced very well um i think this was just kind of like setting our bar of what to expect for this kind of like kind of like wandavision did like wandavision set our bar like this is going to be weird right off the (laughs) bat and this is setting us up like this is going to be a Marvel action movie. Like, did you come here for explosions? Because you're gonna get yep. explosions. Came here for good for fight choreography and explosions. We got fight choreography and explosions, and sign me up. <laughs> it's interesting that you mentioned it too. That you know the political landscape. You know the the big crux of the chase scene is he doesn't want to go into Libyan air. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember the last time we actually had a a Marvel movie that like touched on the political differences since like Iron Man a real two. country was mentioned mm-hmm. for the like first time in a while. Now I, I missed, did you catch where, where they were then that they didn't want to fly into Libya? Yeah. No, I so forget that. That's them. That's them doing that dance. Then is like, we don't want to go into <laughs> Libya, but we're not going to say where we're at now. So, yeah, I think it was Iron Man two and three that both had like political, even one, that talked about like war and political differences mm-hmm. and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, I want to jump to this next point because I, I want to get your take on it, Kyle. So we got a scene that I think that many people thought we might get, but but I don't know if any of us were prepared for. And that was the Captain America funeral, um, like dedication yes. uh, deal, which side note, it's really funny that Torres is like, I heard he's on the moon. And so <laughs> I, 
I, I'm going to kind of put a pin in it right now that if they make another moon reference, that's going to be one of the Mephistos we chase this season. Yeah, yeah. Um, something's on the moon. But uh, back to the to the funeral, you know, we have this big uh, this big monologue by Sam. Um, and at the end, he turns over the shield. He speaks to Rhodes about it. Um, what was what what did you think about this, Kyle? What was your kind of feelings on this overall experience and kind of where it left us? Honestly, it was like compared to the 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 Stark funeral we got in Endgame, it was a little underwhelming. You know, mm-hmm. only Rhodey and Sam were there. Yeah. Um, for for Captain America, and I'm wondering if that's gonna be part of it because um, we're gonna talk at the end or closer to the end of the episode about like the military claiming Captain America, and it, yeah. it very much kind of felt like that. It was. It was press, not not a funeral, and it all felt off. And you know, I think Anthony Mackie's acting kind of conveys that as well. Like he mm-hmm. he was uncomfortable with the whole thing as well, but it was kind of his his duty to do as well. So yeah, and I I appreciated seeing uh, seeing Captain Rhodes there. I didn't think yes. that that would happen. Um, yep. But it's it's always cool to see him in here, and obviously he's kind of trying to play somewhat of a mentor. Uh, to Sam, which is a lot of fun. Um, makes sense that Sam's working with the Air Force and he's there with Rhodes. Yep. On a completely different vibe from the funeral, <laughs> we shortly thereafter, we get to see a what I titled the Nightmare Murder Rampage. Um, that is, we come to see Bucky having a nightmare. Man, we have not seen like the Winter Soldier do Winter Soldier shit in a long right. time in a long mm-hmm. drawn out scene like this. And it it's kind of jarring to remember like, you know, Bucky in the scene, Bucky in his interview afterwards, like he was made for killing and they would unthaw him, make yep. him do like make him do terrible, terrible things and then like wipe his brain and put him back under ice. Yeah. Um, his line let me see, was like that. He's I've had no calm. I just went from one fight to another for 90 years was very was was very chilling to me. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, that is. 90 years. Yep, sure sure was. And um m- that's the part of the show I'm I'm very interested in like yes. Bucky's healing um mm-hmm. and Bucky processing the things that he did don't make him who he is today, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Um it was very I, I liked that scene a lot. Like the from the flashback through the whole therapy session was very was a very good scene. Well, and it, you know, to your point about like he's not known peace, um, mm-hmm. he does reference his time in Wakanda, which I thought was mm-hmm. like a fun throwback because he's he's there for you know two it's a years, couple he years. Said. Yeah, it's two years. Okay, mm-hmm. and like in those two years, he like he went without his vibranium vibranium arm and just like did menial labor and hung out and like it's just interesting to see him try. So he went and I, I wrote this out at one point. He went from you know civil war to Wakanda and then was there for two years, Jay chilling, yep. um, you know, doing yoga. And then <laughs> one day, uh, one yoga day and homesteading. Yeah. And then one day, like T'Challa shows up with a vibranium arm and gives it to him. And he's like, okay, where's the fight? Like, yep. and then infinity war happened and then he was blipped and then he came back for a fight for Endgame, And now we're here. So like yep. he, even, even when he was, quote becoming more free like he had two years of downtime and like and two years now we get to see it and they pulled him right back into a war again yeah mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so I'm I'm also excited to see those those pieces come together. And and you had asked me, well, we'll we'll get to it when we when I when we get to it. We can go um move along. <laughs> the the only other thing that I thought was neat about this, which we will talk about a little bit later, is uh it shows that like Bucky has a list of people he needs to make amends with. Yes. Which which amends is yeah. like uh, you can't see me doing quotes unless you're in our Patreon stream. Um, amends <laughs> as a word was doing a lot of heavy lifting because he definitely hacked that car, drove the car away, rolled down the window, pistol whipped a dude with his own gun, <laughs> and then like scared the life out of a out of a you know lawmaker. Which again was interesting to see that like him talk about I helped put her into power. Like she is, I'm tying up these loose ends now, and we see. A difference there like we see someone hmm. we meet someone who he has actual amends to make oh, with, yeah and and he's hesitant to do that this is him like working working different things out and kind of yeah. he's making amends with himself by scaring the people he worked for a little mm-hmm. bit but he can't yet bring himself to make amends with the people who he actually hurt through his actions I just love the thought that he has a Rolodex of like people that need to be uprooted and pulled out of the system. And he's like, well, here yep. they are. OK, I'm mm-hmm. just going to go get them. Um, you had made you'd made a, a remark to it. So we we get to see kind of Sam's family life, which I think was really, really interesting. Yes. You know, I obviously he talks about he was gone for five years. And in those five years, like uh, the the family business kind of fell on some hard times. He owns half the house, half the boat in his sister seems to want to sell the boat. And, you know, I think this gave us one of the first, uh, I guess, a heads up of, I think, what we're going to see. So we talked a bit about we're going to see like political themes here. I think we're also going to see racial and social issues in this series as well. And I've got a couple notes that I want to hit and then I'll, I'll toss it over to you if you've got some some things to say, Kyle. Um, one, I really found it interesting that they talked about how heroes make money. I thought it was really, really fascinating. I also thought that was interesting, and um, and I went off in our in our spoiler zone chat that mm-hmm. I was like, I am shocked that there is not a system set up that this Avenger can't even get a loan to to like save his family business, like yeah, and and an insignificant amount of money, I'm sure, to like in the grand scheme of things, to bail out his boat when. When he's got space age tech, Stark age tech on his back every day for his job and he can't get a loan. Like. And I think as interesting and fun as that was, that then led us to, I think, a theme that we are going to see here. And that's, um, you know, his sister had made a remark about, you know, when things get tight, it's people of color who suffer first. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then um, I had made a note in here that I'm sure an Avenger could get a small business loan, but just not this Avenger. And I yeah. think that that was kind of the, whether it was meant to be on the nose or not, I think that was what they were trying to sell uh, in this in this scene a bit. Because also, it is rumored that we are going to see some of the older, uh, some of the older foundations of the Super Soldier Serum in this show, yeah. which which was the military uh, experimenting on soldiers of color. Yep. So, um, so I think this was just kind of the first tap on the glass. So we all kind of see it coming you know, ahead of time a little bit. Well, and then um, the whole bank scene was a nice um, little parallel to the Hulk scene, the introduction of smart Hulk scene in Endgame, 
where the guy wants a selfie with him and um and all that but it's not it doesn't doesn't go as well for <laughs> smart hulk as it did for um sam and and that's all interesting as well it's it's always funny when we get to see regular people interact with heroes doing mm-hmm. non-hero things mm-hmm. um so i would i would definitely go with that um, the last thing I have here is kind of a like just a summation of the episode of, of important points. And I just want to ask you, Kyle, what did you think of the new Captain America slash U.S. agent? Because we don't know when he's going to get called that <laughs> slash red, white and blue Wyatt Russell reveal at the end. Um, I, 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 I super didn't like it. Um, <laughs> d- didn't like the guy's face. Didn't yeah, like the that, new logo. That like, wink he gave you? No, didn't like any of it. And I know that's part of it. I know like yeah. we're supposed to not like the guy, but yeah, they did a good job. And I don't like him. Don't like him one bit. Yeah. He's not Captain America. Captain no. America's old and, and retired now. Or at the very least is Sam. Like, <laughs> Well, and it's definitely, I mean, there, there's just kind of waiting for this moment of like, whose shield is this, right? And... Mm-hmm. um. I don't know. I was reading some things online this morning that uh, someone had thought like maybe they had tried to encourage Sam to retire the shield. Like maybe there had been like some dialogue that we don't get to see that was like, hey, that's a really big responsibility. Like, why don't you do this other stuff with the Air Force? You know, that shield should be hung up. I'm almost positive we will get um, flashbacks of of that, of, Mm -hmm. hey, we want you to be Captain America but you got to do these things. And Sam being like, oh, no, I'm not, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll join the Air Force, and, but I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do Captain America under mm-hmm. someone else's name. And then we'll get the, like, well, then you should donate the shield. Then we'll get all that. I'm sure that mm-hmm. those flashbacks are coming for sure. The, the last thing I want to say is kind of the recap of the episode's important points. And I just want to ask you, Kyle, so when we look at this new Captain America, U.S. agent, Wyatt Russell, do you think he is a bad guy, a well-intentioned guy who can't do it right, or something else? Because we know it doesn't go well. Like, we 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 are presuming that this does not go well, and we end with Wyatt Russell, Wyatt Russell as the new Captain America, and we're just like, oh, cool. I suspect it will be, that this character will be similar to how the Netflix Marvel shows portrayed um bullseye in that he'll kind mm, of be like broken broken well intended but broken and then like twist you know the 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 propaganda in one ear and the the wanting to do the right thing in the other ear will will break him further and and he'll just be a big tangled ball of conflict that is yeah. i think they're going to kind of copy paste that profile onto this character and i'm yeah i'm here for it i think that's that's great i would agree with that a nice conflicted villain is always fun i don't think i don't think that he is a bad guy i think that he might be cocky and i think we end up with with guy who does not mean to do you know bad things but it, that's the way it's going to end up being he's definitely going to be your thinking of the kindest way to say this like your military bro stereotype mm-hmm. Yeah. But not not in that a bad again, like you said, he's not a bad guy. He's gonna be he's a, a company man, he's gonna do toe the line and grow more conflicting with that as 
the company line becomes less and less ethical. Well, and and that's I mean, minus the the ethical bit, like that's kind of what Captain America started as. Like yep. he was mm-hmm. he was the the military propaganda get out and f- pretend to punch Hitler on stage five days a week. And it and it might be that um, he falls on the he falls on the wrong side it, on the different side of the line than Steve mm-hmm. Rogers did. Like that might be the only difference between this guy is he is he falls on the wrong side of the, that line of like okay you you say it's right I trust you I'll do it where Steve questioned that and went off and did mm-hmm. his own thing. Yeah, I think you you definitely hit the nail on the head though. Like it just it finished there was a wink and we all felt real gross and we're like great this is gonna go poorly and now we're gonna get some sort of solution here especially in the same like it's the same episode that he turned over the shield yeah and it was like 24 hours anthony mackie clearly was conveying like i'm not comfortable turning this over but i i get that it's the right move Mm -hmm. and i think that's gonna be the one of the themes of this show Mm-hmm. It's like when when to follow and when to to break free kind of thing. Well, we we got a good quick summary of the episode. Um, now, what we didn't get were any Mephisto sightings. Not, today, Not a one, least. Todd. Not, Not a single, a single one. Mephisto um, sighting. But we did get some fun Easter eggs. And I want to kind of go through some of those pretty quick. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just just hit these. And if you have any that you end up wanting to throw in, Kyle, just jump on in. Um First and foremost, that French guy with all the big kicks in the windsuit, um, that is Batrock the Leaper. And you may I remember him. Yeah, he's, he was so. in Winter Soldier. He yeah. Was, he, we last saw him getting kicked in the head by not one, but two of Captain America's boots in a really sweet backflip. Yep. Yeah, so it was really cool that they brought him back. Um, in reality, his name is uh, Georges St. Pierre, and he is a Canadian mixed martial artist. So okay. he does all his own stunts. Nice. Yeah, I did yeah. know that from from when he appeared in um, the Winter Soldier movie the first mm-hmm. time. But yeah, that's that's a good callback. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a lot of fun. Um, just made me remind reminded me how much fun that fight was in Winter Soldier, where mm-hmm. Captain America like put his shield away and is like, "Yeah, we're I'm just gonna beat you right now." <laughs> <laughs> um, another fun thing that I think we just have to mention. Uh, they said the phrase Stark Tech. Stark tech, so everyone has to drink. Um, mm-hmm. The Sam suit is enhanced with Stark tech, which I assume is just going to be a, a theme we see. Yeah, yeah. Everyone after the the Avengers, everyone got everyone got Upgrades. Stark tech. Yep, yep, yep. And I think it's going to keep happening. Um, mm-hmm. So probably the biggest bits of uh, of Easter eggs were at exactly twenty one minutes in the episode. We get to see Bucky's full list of people that he's making amends with. Um, I actually, I saw it the first time and I was like, it's too early for me to do this. And so I watched the rest of the episode. Then I went back and paused it and did some searching. And so here's just some of those, um, some of the ones that I was able to pick up pretty quickly. So, um, obviously the, his, his old man bro time, um, is, is there, uh, you know, that was, yeah, Yuri, um, which, you know, as we find out, he killed Yuri's son, um, we see the little shrine in Yuri's apartment. It's really heartbreaking. Um, you know, Bucky gets to see the result of his actions that he didn't have control over. So that was, you know, that was tough. Um, another name we see on there is the initial H Zemo. We can probably assume that is Helmet Zemo. 
Probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, it's It'll be interesting to know. So again, we talked earlier, like making amends. And again, listeners, I have my um, my my quotation fingers up that some of these may be people that he may actually be owing some amends to. And some of these may be people that he's going to like find. Again, uh, some of them, some of them he definitely put down as like homework for his therapist. And then there are some that he's actually got like real, real reason to amend with them for sure. Yeah. So Helmut Zemo, obviously being the one that like led him to have the big fight with, uh, with Iron Man, with uh, Captain America on Mm -hmm. his side, probably not looking to make friends with, uh, with Zemo. But again, I think that there's going to be this like, anti-hero moment with Zemo. We've already seen one clip where uh where Bucky's like emptying out emptying out bullet casings in front of Zemo, kind of like a I could have shot you and I didn't moment. So we don't know what we're getting there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um another good one, uh A Rostov, maybe Andre Rostov, which there's two different Andre Rostovs in the comics. And one of them was a guy that Bucky served with in the gulag and they became like bitter enemies. Um or there's another person with a similar name who ended up becoming a Russian terrorist who ultimately formed a, a romantic relationship with Black Widow, and he went by the name Agamemnon. And mm. so, you know, these could still end up being throwaways. This could be like the plot of each episode is one of these people. We don't know what we're going to get with any of this, but that is probably most likely. Which one? Agamemnon or... or... Uh, it is most likely that a Rostov is probably Andre Rostov. Um, yeah, I, I think so, so. My next example is going to tell you that not all these mean anything. So L Kaminsky is the name of Len Kaminsky, who was an editor at Marvel. And uh, they actually edited uh, or wrote one of the storylines that introduced Bucky's sister, Rebecca. So, oh, okay. um, yeah. So Len Kaminsky is probably not going to be a bad guy that, uh, that Bucky hunts down. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then there's there's one more that I pulled off of there. P.W. Hauser, maybe Wilhelm Hauser, who Wilhelm was killed by Nick Fury's Howling Commandos. And more recently, a character by the same name has popped up and they've been playing roles in a storyline where they tried to convince this person, tried to convince Sam to give up their shield to U.S. agent. So, oh, OK. So I'm guessing this is more of a reference of like this is some of the source material for the show. We'll definitely, I think we'll definitely come up if those are mm-hmm. two pretty good connections to like yeah. things Bucky is dealing with. I'm guessing mm-hmm. ha- uh, P.W. Hauser will come up somehow. Yeah. Possibly maybe, I mean, transformed maybe. from these comic book origins, but will mm-hmm. will be important. Yeah. And then, then really the last like major Easter egg that I had had in here was just let's talk about the flag smashers because yeah. um, we, we we need to talk a bit about them because they are on their face the biggest well there's I think there's gonna be a number of bad guys in this. Uh there's gonna be a number of people holding the mantle of who is the bad. And um flag smashers are definitely one of them. So in the comic books there is a hero named Flag Smasher and mm-hmm. his whole deal is that he stands against just all forms of patriotism, all forms of pride in your country as a thing that you care about. Um, there's actually a really good comic panel of him being like, being like, I don't care for the Russians. I hate what they do too. And I also hate what America does down with patriotism. <laughs> and you're like, okay, there you are in three bullet points. We got it. Yep. Yep. 
Um, so that would definitely play into what they've told us about the Flag Smashers being this group that has come up during and after the blip where they they liked a world where there weren't as many country allegiances and there weren't as strong of borders and there were just people existing to exist. Yep. Um, because obviously, again, things changed a lot when half the people were were suddenly disappearing. Mm-hmm. Um now the hero flag the villain flag smasher, uh that villain's name is Carl Morgenthau. And okay. um that is like that is that that person's name. And it is my guess that this group, Flag Smashers, will have a leader, as we've kind of seen. Um, the one that like crushed the dude's hand. Yeah. Jumped down from the thing. Yeah, the the super. Yeah. The the new yeah. super that entered the chat. Yeah. Yeah, the, the hero landing. Um, and now this is kind of like a future spoiler. If you've not been watching uh, a lot of the press or a lot of the speculation and you want to keep a surprise in the future beyond this episode, go ahead and plug your ears now. It is presumed that the leader is going to be Carly Morgenthau. So she is the little girl that kicked Bucky's ass in the commercial where... Oh, okay. Where Falcon says, that little girl kicked your ass. Like that is... <laughs> um, it is rumored that she will be the leader of the Flag Smashers, which is awesome. And also then leads us to ask the question, how is she so powerful? Which could have ties to the super soldier serum of the weapon mm-hmm. X program. I wonder if they will not, you know, we've got the group called flag smashers and then the, the, mm-hmm. the cop based on the name from the comic book character. I wonder if they will not name the, the actual villain flag smasher in this similar mm-hmm. to how, like crossbones wasn't called crossbones, but definitely sure. showed up. And how um, the the other guy Bar- Bartok the Leaper was not referenced as Bartok the Leaper ever. Yeah, um, yeah. They never they never said the phrase Batrock. They didn't need yeah. to. He's he was dressed in like I. So I just put a a picture of Flag Smasher in our Discord. Um, it looks I'll like also, Space Ghost. It does kind of look like Space Ghost. Um, I'll also put Batrock the Leaper uh, in our in here as well because he is a caricature of a human who wears purple and has a big a -hmm. big elaborate mustache um so obviously just things they didn't need to you know you might be right they may never call carly i believe that's what the name is they're they're planning to go with flag smasher but she is the leader of the flag smashers and that's that's their nod to that for sure yeah um, and that is what I had, at least for uh, for the the Easter eggs. Um, I think there was also, as pointed out by one of our patrons, um, there's a reference of Uncle Sam um, yes. about Sam not actually representing America, uh, which yep. I think we're going to get more and more of that. And I thought that was, you know, it, the phrase Uncle Sam was going to be said in regards to Sam Wilson. So that was pretty good. It's going to come up more and more pointed as the series goes on. Um, I will I will throw out the... The museum scene had a ton of like classic Marvel covers, sure, yeah, including including the uh, the comic cover of um, Captain America punching Hitler in the face. Love it. It also had it had the the panel on Bucky still has him as yes. deceased. Mm. Oh, um, I missed that. I saw yeah, I saw his panel is, with the Howling Commando, but I missed that. It's still the it's the same one from. Winter Soldier, where that cap read, where he it talks about him being deceased or missing an action or whatever. It's the same mm-hmm. panel there. Um, so Bucky is is off the grid 
it as far yeah. as the general public is concerned. Sure. Which is probably why, you know, why Sam is going to have to call him in is like, we, we got to do this below the board. I can need someone off the grid and it's going to be Bucky <laughs> and it's going to be amazing. I, I get that. Like, we're supposed to have this, like, are they friends? Are they not friends vibe through this show? And I'm, I'm excited for it, and I, I just kind of want to know what the setup's going to be where they both end up in therapy together. Oh, yeah. And I I'm I mean, I'm excited for that because they've shown mm-hmm. it, but it, it'll be a good... I think that'll be good fun. They're going to try yes. and balance this, like, fun buddy cop, you know, here's the tension here, also exciting fight scenes, and I want that. I want that a lot. Yeah, same. This is this is definitely the lethal weapon of of the Marvel series. Like good action, good buddy cop banter and jokes mm-hmm. and and nothing too too deep for you to get lost in in the the weeds about is my prediction for where this show's going. Well, speaking of predictions, you know, we've we've talked about some of the easter eggs, we we wrapped up the episode. Um I want to do like we always do and I want to end this episode with exactly that the predictions. You know, Kyle, what do you think are the events that's going to transpire here? What's your Hail Mary car- call out on the show? Um as I've phrased it, what's reasonable? What's hopeful? And what is your Mephisto that you'll chase forever? <laughs> um <laughs> And if you if you've got some thoughts, I'd love to hear them. Um so my predictions are I think we're going to get kind of like we've we saw the Winter Soldier program. We saw Russia's attempt at recreating the Super Soldier serum in in Bucky and then the five like super soldiers that he unceremoniously killed in in Civil War. I think we're going to to peel back the the veil on the US's attempts at recreating the Super Soldier serum and we're going to kind of ma- we're going to definitely learn like it wasn't all sun, sunshine and roses on our end in that either. We, um, like you said, did testing on people of color. They're going to draw the parallels to things like the Tuskegee experiment and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to get that. I think Bucky is probably going to get a new arm at some point. That feels like it'll See happen. It. I I don't know if I have a Mephisto yet. Um <laughs> I don't know if there is I like I'm I was I've temp, I've set my expectations at very much like this is going this was supposed to be the first show mm-hmm. it it's chasing agents of shield vibes to me so like there will definitely be some some good espionage and good twists and turns but I don't know if they're dumping if there's a big like hidden thing in it yet or not mm-hmm. I don't know I I'm not good at those um I think your point of like if they mention the moon one more time, we're gonna see a moon base before before the show is over. Sure. I'm with you there, but I don't have any other big call outs like that. Yeah, I mean I think I think there's a couple things. So if we get to see Steve Rogers in this show, I think that's mm-hmm. something that like people can try and get excited for. What is reasonable is I think we're going to see more of the seeds get planted for Thunderbolts. Um, yes, you know, I think those chess pieces have been moving for a long time. They've been moving as far back as the as the first uh, Hulk, not the yep. not the Hulk the where he North. fought. Yeah, the, the Edward, Edward, Norton Edward Norton. Yeah, so not those Eric pieces, Banner Hulk, not Edward Eric Norton Hulk. They've been talking about this forever, mm-hmm. and just like those pieces have just been 
placed, and I think we might start getting movement here that'll get set up even more in Black Widow, and we'll actually see it take off. That would be a good a good set of villains to have for the Disney Plus shows as well. Oh yeah, like you know, you swap them out as needed. Um, it's a you know, you can keep kind of a separate continuity from the movies that mm-hmm. ties in and winks at it, but won't you don't you know won't bog things down, and then the movies can have their own villains and stuff. And Kevin Feige already said that uh, the actor that played Abomination mm-hmm. in the uh, in the Edward Norton Hulk is coming back. And yep. so um, the pieces of the puzzle are all there. And I, I don't think we get it announced here. It's not going to be a thing. But I think we get the pieces moved in that direction. Well, and that's that all ties back. They strongly hinted that Abomination came about as results of... Super sol- trying to recreate the soldier super soldier serum again, so it's all going to yeah. come back to how we try and recreated the super soldier serum here in the the U.S. or in Shield yeah. or whatever we're calling it for sure. Yeah, it's it's been changed a lot, um, but it's it's worth at least pointing out right now that um, it's called the Weapons Plus program now, but it it, oh, okay. it changed. Yeah, it changed because Weapon X was Wolverine, I believe. Yeah, and so Weapon X Weapon X was Canada's. Mm-hmm. name for their attempt to recreate the super soldier serum pushes up glasses actually <laughs> well and through some of this like they've 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 retconned it where it involved symbiotes at one point um mm-hmm. one of the weapons programs created typhoid mary so like yep. that's been retconned um anyway the the point being that i think you know the super soldier serum the weapon x program i think we're gonna get more of that that is that's kind of my guess how flag smasher um, woman Carly, like that's how she has her powers. Yeah. It's something to do with the super soldier serum. So I think that's going to be big. Uh, my Hail Mary Mephisto full of grace is uh, they apparently are going to Madripoor is rumored at one point, And Madripoor has ties to Wolverine and the X-Men. Yep. Um, I do not think we get Wolverine like that's not real. But boy, howdy, is it going to be fun to pretend that we might? I think we're going to get if we get any mention of Wolverine, it will be a like Weapon X, Weapon X projects, Project Logan mm-hmm. or something. Like we'll get something like yeah. that in a notebook on a screen. On they'll a reference somewhere. They'll reference something about how uh, duplicates of the Super Soldier Serum have been popping up all over the world mm-hmm. lately or something. Um, but yeah, I, I I look forward to. Uh, I believe it's five or so more weeks of talking about who our Mephisto is, though. Yes, same. <laughs> Until we get to Loki when there actually is a cathedral church. Uh, to Mephisto. Window. <laughs> yeah, there is. There's a cathedral church window that actually shows a red devil. And so mm-hmm. when we get to that show, we'll just talk about it some more. Um, Todd, what, do if, you have any other... what if there's no plans for Mephisto? What if they just don't have any Mephisto well, ever in the and MCU? That could... And that could be because I think I think China has some pretty strict rules about when and you can and cannot reference the devil. And Mephisto yeah. is like Marvel's devil. So the devil, yeah. Maybe we never get Mephisto. And if that's <laughs> the case, then we have to keep this bit going on forever. Forever. It's always gonna be Mephisto. Um, Kyle, do you have do you have any other closing thoughts? I really am interested and and I'll try not to be too much of a bummer here. I'm interested in what the the U.S. military's relationship with this sure. story is going to let take place. Um, I know there have been co- conflicts with what 
the military has been portrayed as in the MCU in the past. Um, they seem to be back on board. They don't seem like 100% good guys in this story, bringing back this creepy, uncanny valley Captain America. Mm-hmm. But I wonder where that's going to go. Because I'd really be interested in seeing, like, if there are if they're going to do parallels between, like, funding terrorist organizations in the 80s like we did to fight our enemies mm-hmm. for us overseas sure. and like experiment and like experimenting with the super soldier serum on them um and if if that is part of let me find the name Carly Morgenthau's background mm-hmm. is like we made a super soldier in the middle east to do something on our behalf and then we oops we did a super soldier yeah um i wonder if i wonder if things co- will come up like that but right now I'm just kind of in I'm I'm in for the 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 bromance, the buddy cop of yep. it and I'm in for the the cool fight choreography. I I completely agree. I could certainly see this going the route of this was a manufactured crisis whether mm-hmm. intentionally or unintentionally and that has now led to them bringing on a new a new Captain America. Um but that said, all right friends, so that's going to do it today for the Pluses Loose Colin Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We will be back uh, next week with more recaps, Easter eggs, and speculation. Um, so once again, one more huge thanks to you, our patrons, for making this show possible. Um, we wouldn't be here without you uh, and your support and joining us here on this live stream. And also thanks to you, our new listeners of this standalone show. Uh, until next time, I'm Todd Thomas. And I am Kyle Buchanan Harper. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Hi, I'm Eric. I'm Amanda. And we are House Breakfast, your new favorite Twitch stream that you should definitely be following. Here's the thing. Uh, you can eat breakfast anytime, and we want everybody to know that. And you can also play video games in a low-stakes, fun way with a really wholesome chat every Tuesday and Saturday. We're partners in life, love, and podcasting, and that now includes streaming, because everyone needs to learn how to stream in 2021. But playing games that we played on our N64 and PlayStation 2 and GameCube is soothing, and I think the one thing that might make all of this just kind of slightly better. We really like Pokemon and Mario. You're just going to have to deal with that. So find us at twitch.tv slash housebreakfast. And follow us on Twitter at housebreakfast underscore. House breakfast, because you can eat breakfast anytime. <laughs> that was pretty, I like that. Was I like good. that too. Good that job. Good. good job.